next song is the introduction to my interview with Karen, also known as Bliss Bakery. And you'll, you'll understand why I chose that song when you hear the interview. Karen is another one of those bright spots on Snapchat. And I, at some point during the interview, describe her as being the house on the corner that everybody knows in the neighborhood because she brings people together and through us knowing her, we meet each other and the community grows. Karen is a chef. She's also a baker and she's just so full of joy and she's quirky and fun. And I think you guys are going to really not only enjoy the interview, but you'll enjoy uh, connecting with her on Snapchat and watching her videos. So here's the interview with Karen. Enjoy. Hey, Allison. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Modern technology. <laughs> I am grateful for it. <laughs> I, I know I say the same thing every time I call somebody. I am the most non-tech person ever. Hence, I'm a chef. Pots and pans. I can whip anything up. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm going out of my comfort zone. But this is great. It is. It's pretty awesome. And it's funny because when I, I talked to you, when I heard your voice, I thought, ooh, she's got a teeny bit of an Australian accent. Really? Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Well, you know, I'm originally from America, but I yeah. lived in, in Ireland since 2008. And then... Um, my husband and I moved to uh, London a couple years ago. I just temporarily will we'll go back to Dublin. But so I don't know what it, anything that I've picked up. God knows what it sounds like at this juncture. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably is Irish. I don't know why I said Australian, but it probably is. I can I can hear it slightly. <laughs> That's what happens after you've been gone for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to say. Um, I saw your story today, and I did not know that you were the sun-made raisin girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was. And you know what was really cool about that was, um, well, in those days, they didn't do contracts. Nowadays, uh, people do like a cereal box. They do like mega bucks on contracts. Mine was just like a session, you know, paid to, to do the session. However, I found more joy in, A, that I was actually baking and cooking on the day ironically that was when I was a child and I ended up becoming a chef um, when I left the entertainment biz but the cool thing was that it was on that raisin box for decades Allison I would go to the grocery store I was married as a mom with two kids and we go down the aisle and it was still on there and they're like mom look that's you when you were little <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool I can't imagine how many times my family probably bought those raisins and I never would have imagined that I would meet you one day. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Do you know what? They really are. And I'm not just saying this because I told you I'm not, I don't get paid from that anymore, but like they really are when you, when you grow up in America, especially um, anywhere near the West coast, particularly like California, sun made raisins were always the go-to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. So funny. So funny. <laughs> Well, um, this interview is about you and your use of Snapchat and the wonderful things that you do on social media. And I first want to ask people or ask you to tell people about your username on Snapchat. Okay. Um, my username is Bliss Bakery, B-L-I-S-S-B-A-K-E-R-Y, Bliss Bakery. And 
Um, that sort of came out of the fact that when my husband and I moved to Dublin in 2008, um, and it was a conscious decision to move, uh, a lifestyle change. I was a, an Irish citizen for many years through my grandparents, um, mm. so it made it a lot easier for us to uh, to emigrate there. But um, I, uh, my goal was I, I moved into being uh, into the food industry um, as a chef, and my goal was to open a bakery. And mm-hmm. so the name Bliss Bakery came about because my husband used to always say that um, when he would eat my baked goods, he still says it. I baked cookies today, and I think he ate about a half a dozen there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he would say that, you know, he'd have one bite, and he was in a state of bliss. And so <laughs> that's kind of where Bliss Bakery came from. So um, through a set of circumstances, I ended up not opening a brick and mortar um, as such in Dublin. At the time, I still worked as a chef and, and worked in the food industry. Um, so in a way, having Bliss Bakery as a handle um, is, is my kind of a virtual bakery because on, on Snapchat, particularly, which I started when we moved here to London uh, a couple of years ago, um, I began doing cooking tutorials and, and, you know, do baked goods and savory, you know, and, and main courses as well. But, uh, so that was kind of, in a way it was my virtual bakery. It was, it was my, my cooking spot that I share my love of cooking and my skills and talents. So that's kind of where that came from. So, um, you, you are a chef, but you're more than baking. It sounds like you do all sorts of I, yeah, I do. It's interesting because I went to a very um, fam- world-famous cookery school in Ireland, but it's in County Cork in the south of Ireland. And mm-hmm. the woman who owns and runs it is a mentor of mine. She's an amazing woman. And she said, day one, most people are, you're either sweets or you're savories. And um, I disagree with her. I'm like, you can do both, you know, and it's not that you <laughs> to do both. It's just that people tend to lean towards one or the other. And I suppose in a way like naming, you know, bliss, having the name bliss bakery. If, if I could only eat one food the rest of my life, it would be sweets. I love to bake. I love any kind of sweet treats, but I, I also adore, like, I love making savory foods and delicious gourmet salads and um, also Mm -hmm. fresh, you know, seasonal, um, you know, tasty foods. So I, I like to do both personally, but she's right. If you had to choose one, you know, um, people will always kind of have to go one or the other. And mine is, I'm all about the cakes. <laughs> <laughs> all about the cakes. <laughs> exactly. There should be. There was a song called "Cake by the Ocean," but the, the other oh, yeah. song, "All About the Bass." I'm like, I'm all about the cake. About the cake. <laughs> no burgers. By the way, that's another thing about me is I do a lot of wacky singing and dancing in my cooking tutorials, and the irony is I, I am literally the worst singer known to man when my kids were little they would say mommy no sing mommy no sing uh, it's really bad I but I but I, you know what I don't care I'm not gonna wait to become a you know world-class opera singer to be able to sing I'm just gonna sing I'm just gonna right. and and enjoy it so <laughs> well um one of the things about uh Snapchat I think is that people do be they they become their authentic self after a while after that initial how do I act and what do I do kind of stage, you do kind of become the person that you are because it's a, it's sort of a platform for just being yourself, you know? And yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, that's a great point. I, I agree. I think that um, people, at least, you know, 
comparing to, I just had conversations with somebody about this today, comparing it with, uh, say, Insta stories, a lot of people on Insta stories feel more stiff, like they can't be yeah. themselves because it's, you know, Instagram is beautiful and it's very curated and it's all about, you know, having the right, you know, um, perfect shot and all of that where Snapchat yes. is real. People are in their, in their bathrobes or they're, you know, um, just coming from the gym or whatever. You know, it is much more of an intimate, I think, casual uh, environment. And the irony is that you're still kind of doing the same thing. You're pushing a button and recording, but I, I'm not exactly sure why, but I feel like, you know, Insta stories is very two dimensional um, where Snapchat to me feels more three dimensional. I almost feel like I can reach out and, and touch people and feel them. And, you know, just the, the connections you make with people on Snapchat are much more vibrant um, than you know, even though we in, in stories, maybe you have, you know, um, more views or whatever, whatever, but it, there's no engagement like you have on Snapchat. I think that's is my belief. So I'm not knocking Insta stories because it works for some people, but I really, um, for me, Snapchat, especially like I was saying before, I am such a non-tech person. It's actually a miracle. I, I don't even know how I get through it and make it work. It's, you know, but I just feel like it, where there's a will, it was like, no, I, I'm going to figure this out. And um, and because of that, I've just invested so much, like my heart and soul with, with it and the number of people that I've engaged with every day. It's just so powerful and rewarding. You know, um, I remember you mentioning that, uh, and this is in some other um, circumstance. When I don't know if I saw this maybe on one of your other videos, but you got into Snapchat um a little bit late I like me I mean we, none of us we're not kids and we didn't grow up with social media um, but a lot of people seem to think still that um, that older people like people over 35 or 40 aren't into Snapchat and it's so wrong yeah <laughs> so I'm yeah. wondering yeah, like, maybe you... in the early days, you know, of Snapchat, but nowadays, no, I mean, people are using it for business and um, all sorts of brands now are using it and, and older people are, in fact, you know, because um, I, I went to USC as a, as a more mature student, I um, went to the Annenberg School of Communications and, you know, we, we went way back, you know, you go all the way and learn all about communication. But one thing that always stands out to me is that they talk about senior citizens as being like the embracers of television television because it kept them company. A lot of older people that can't get out as much, they would sit home and they would have their shows and that was their company, you know, the embracers of that. And I think in a way Snapchat could really do well. I mean, I'm 52. I'm proud to say my age, Um, uh, but I did start and so I was 50, you know, but I think that, um, and no one believes, like a lot of people sit watch my snap say, you're, you're 52, you know, but it's all about how you, I don't know how you, your, your viewpoint of life. And I just love to learn and I'm adventurous. And, and so I, I don't know, maybe that comes through, but I think mm-hmm. the people that are older would really, I, I kind of start to think maybe I should go into some of these senior citizen places and, you know, see if they want anyone to teach them how to use this because it is a way that they could connect with people, learn, like, you know, watch people do different tutorials of whether it's cooking or, um, you know, uh, there's a there's a woman, a friend of mine on Snapchat, Katie Kay. You've got to do an interview with her at some stage, but she, um, in October, does a whole thing with makeup for Halloween looks for 31 days, and she's oh, wow. in, in Clemson, um, down in Clemson. But she, 
Um, she does all sorts of fun, you know, geocaching and she takes Snapchat on. I mean, these are things that, you know, you can still have a mobile device in your hand, yet you can, mm-hmm. even if you can't go out yourself because you have health issues or whatever, you feel. People tell me when I take them on my foodie field trip Fridays or I take them traveling around the world, they say, oh, Karen, I feel like I'm coming with you. Because, yes. you know, they, they have that mobile device and because they've built a relationship with you, um, they they feel like you're showing them, you know, all these cool things. And that's what's brilliant about it. It really is like that is such a positive. I know social media gets such a bad rap and I'm not saying there aren't some dark sides to it. Um, but for me, what I'm doing, I'm just seeing so many amazing positive things that, that it can do and has done certainly in my life, you know? Oh yeah. And I think you made a really good point about uh, the things that people do on Snapchat that are immersive. I find that older people tend to use it more in that, in that way. It, it is more immersive for us. We do take people on journeys, we tell stories, and we interact. And I think with a lot of young people, it's it's not that it's bad or different. It's just a different uh, way of communicating. It's usually very short. It's usually yeah. a joke or something or something you do with your friends, and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. it's totally different for older people. Yeah. And the other thing I noticed about young people is they're really into streaks, and I yes. didn't get that. I had some people, because it's interesting, Alice and I have people that watch that are like young children. Um, and then I have older people. It's just the, the range of people is pretty phenomenal. And I mean, um, I don't intentionally uh, refrain from using curse words. I just, in my own life, I don't use curse words. So a lot of moms will tell me, they're like, well, we feel like it's safe, you know, that we'll let our children, wa- you know, watch your snaps or whatever. But I, you know, usually doing fun, wacky things, but, um, but, you know, the link of people that that I'm friends with or whatever, they'll send me these things called streaks. And I'm like, what is that? I I didn't know for them. It's a game in order to build their score. I guess they get, getting these scores. And for them, it's like, you know, like having a video game or whatever. And they like to build a score. It's the same kind of a thing where I don't know any older people that are that interested in building a score with a streak. (laughs) Not many. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you had told me that one of the things you loved about Snapchat is the community. And I totally agree. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I actually call it, uh, well, I call it community, but um, some people call it SnapFam or whatever they have different names for. But um, I say a community, but I spell it, um, you know, C-O-M-M, and then I capitalize U-N-I-T-Y. Mm-hmm. The reason why is that I think uh, to emphasize the unity, the coming together, the people that are involved. You know, I, I think I mentioned to you when I first started Snapchat, I didn't I didn't know of anyone that was doing doing hashtag days, and maybe people were doing hashtag days. I didn't know two years ago. But what happened was um, when I first started, I. I didn't kind of know what to do. What am I going to snap? You know, how do I do this cooking tutorial, whatever? And so I started doing this thing called Woman Crush Wednesdays, where I would take a female chef and then I would recreate one of her recipes live on Snapchat with music and dancing and whatever, and then start from finish live so people could see, you know, no, you know, magic of television and pull out a tart that, you know, was baked the day before. And, and so people really got into this and started watching it. And I've done 74 episodes now. I've had 74 Woman Crush Wednesday chefs. When I first started, my husband said, what if you run out of female chefs? I'm like, 
babe. No I chefs. We're going to get <laughs> So I, I, but people really would know that, Ooh, I got to, you know, Wednesday. Okay. I'm going to check out that they would know. And I learned what I, I went to some digital, um, social media, digital masterclass. I was invited to as a guest from Melanie Morris, who's the, who's the uh, editor in chief over at image magazine. Like it's like Vogue for, for Ireland. And okay. I was at this meeting that they were saying, Oh, we well, need to have an editorial calendar and all these different things, you know, the social media. I didn't even know what that was, but I was doing it in, you know, um, sort of instinctively just for my own self to have things to look forward to, like what I wanted to do this week. Okay. I'm going to do my women's session. I would start to plan things. But when you start doing that, you have people that might for what, maybe they're not into cooking or they're not into, you know, having like a girl power day or whatever, but then I might have something else that they would be interested in when I started doing the foodie filter Fridays. So through that, you kind of start see people, regulars coming, signing on to your, to your, you know, channel. And then um, I started this thing called um, tell the truth Thursday. And it was really an opportunity for people to share a truth on their story and let me know. And then at the end of the day, I would put up a roundup list. And I didn't know anybody was doing that. It just idea came to me. And so what people started doing is at the end of the day with the roundup list, they would screenshot it to get a, the different usernames of the different people. And they would connect with people like that. And yes. they would watch somebody's story and they would maybe be sharing something about struggles with being, you know, a stay at home mom and, you know, other people could connect with them. It's this beautiful kind of, you know, like web of people like meeting and connecting and just from all over the world. It just, it still boggles my mind that it, that it works, but it does. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that you're a natural when it comes to social media, I think that some people are, they just gravitate towards the different tools and they instinctively know how to come up with ways to create community. And I, I could see that in the different events that you hold and the way that you interact with people. Um, the way I met you was through Amber Nori, who I interviewed. Um, yeah. Weeks ago. yeah. <laughs> and I, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, if Amber loves her, I'm going to love her. <laughs> Do you know what, Allison? It was such a trip. I, I'm trying to remember how she found me through Chelsea because Chelsea um, contacted me because she wanted to include um, some some of my own words for her book, which was so kind of her. And um, her book just came out. I can hardly wait. It's, I'm going to get it. It's going to arrive tomorrow. Um, yeah. But anyway, so that's how I think how Amber got connected with me. But Amber lives in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where my husband was born and raised. Oh, my goodness. I know. So she, I want apps. I know. And Lincoln is not a big town. You know, I mean, it is oh, no. the capital of Nebraska, but it's a small town, except when there's a Nebraska football game. And then they've got like <laughs> <laughs> a lot more people there because of the stadium. But, but anyway, so it's fun to watch her snaps where she's, you know, in my, my husband's hometown. And I've been there, you know, many times. And it's just, yeah, that is a really neat thing about it. And what I kind of think, my own secret um you know, belief about Snapchat is it's not as easy to use. Okay. We, I already said that it's not user-friendly, but finding people is not easy. And I, you know, I heard about this thing called ghost codes. Um, <laughs> and I signed on to it. I met some people through ghost codes. Um, but I think it's the reason why people love it. It's almost like being an archeologist, you know, you get to get connected to people. Isn't just like Instagram. There's a hashtag. You click on the hashtag. Oh, I like that person. Right. I might follow them. You really, it's through old fashioned way, but in modern technology. So in the olden days when people got to know each other, it was like, I vouch for this person. 
Yes. And that's what this is. So somebody gives a shout out or somebody like Amber tells you about me or I do a roundup list of my Tell the Truth Thursday. People watch other people's stories after they've signed on and then they connect through that way. So it's it's a really kind of, you know, it, it you put effort into it, but you're doing it because you want to to become more meaningful, worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very organic and I think it creates trust more easily that way. And, yeah. um, and that's, you know, obviously a, a great way to build community. So yeah. definitely. And def- what, you're doing, I mean, what you're doing, I'm so excited because I downloaded this podcast app, you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is great. And, you know, and then for you to take time, you know, out of your day and be, you know, getting in touch with people and interviewing them and, and really like enhancing everybody's experience. It's amazing. I love that. Yeah, I um I actually have a Snap Days account on Snapchat and I it's I haven't really figured out the best way to use it and I want to use it the way I'm using the podcast, but I also want the podcast to let people know how awesome Snapchat is and what they're missing out on. So, I think yeah. both ways. <laughs> Snapchat is to alert Snapchat users about each other, but the podcast is to let the world know that there's a whole universe that we're missing by not using yeah. Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, no, I so. think I think it's it's you know it's gone through just since I've been using it the last couple of years. It's gone through some some changes, but like who who hasn't? I mean, we all have every technology, yeah. every every human being. We're all you know all of these things in the world change. So. Um, I'm a very loyal person, but, you know, I, I do have an Instagram account just for photos and, you know, I've done a boomerang or two on Insta story, but I just didn't quite, it didn't, hasn't clicked for me, you know, but with, with Snapchat, I have seen people leave. I have seen people leave for different reasons, you know, and, and I respect that they have to do what they have to do, but sometimes mm-hmm. they come back and, but the neat thing is, is that some of the people who have left Snapchat for whatever reason, we're still in touch. You know, there are other ways of social media or, you know, if they like people that I might have uh, met um, through Snapchat that are in, in Ireland, I do go back home because, you know, we're, we still have a home there. We go back and and yeah. I can maybe, you know, have coffee with them or whatever. But I know for some people, they, they would always say in the beginning, like, isn't that weird? You're like friends with people you don't know. And I'm like, it's not like that. I mean, in the olden <laughs> days, you know, when they had pen pals, remember, you'd write a letter. And the letter would come and this yeah. way like you feel like when you meet somebody for the first time that you've known through snapchat it's like meeting an old friend you've you know you've been to their 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 um kids baptism you know you've seen the christmas yeah. you've been to like the you know when they went on their holidays and they took you along with and you got to see you know like one of my friends on here maria ryan 2014 um i've known her on here we've met several times she went to machu picchu one of my bucket list places that i hope to go to but if i never do i already have because i went with her i it was so exhilarating and that's the thing it's like you you make these connections in a different way that um you know i i've been on instagram for a while and i've I mean, I, I love it and I've probably met a couple people, but there's never been this urge to like, you know, cause I don't, I only see a photo that's probably been doctored up. You know what I mean? We're, right, right. We're, we're just like you said at the very beginning, you know, it's a very authentic people's authentic selves. So you do feel safe because some people are like, Oh my gosh, why would you meet someone? You know? And I'm like, no, you, by the time you get to that juncture, you're, you're feeling, <laughs> you know, that it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it is hard to explain to people who don't know Snapchat or who don't understand the concept of pen pals, even though I think people can make that analogy. I've definitely made that analogy. And we've had the discussion on Anchor about what do we call our online friends? They're pen pals, but they're the new modern, you know, video version. Yeah. You know, we our vocabulary has not caught up. Yeah. Yeah. I was the first year. Um, so last year, anyway, 2016, I started a series on Sundays called Sunday Spotlight Snap Sister. And um, it was basically like a shout out on steroids. So I choose one person. <laughs> And it was a person that it was really my way to give back to them for bringing so much joy into my life. And I, um, so I did it all last year. I, I had skipped a few days because I was away or whatever, but I did 39 and I had to, I had to put it on hold for a while because there were just so many other things going on in my life. But I, I do want to go back to it again because people, um, you know, when sometimes when you give a shout out and say, Oh, here's somebody's code, you should go follow them. You know, and you sign on and you may only see one or two snaps and you can't get the feel for it. But if but the uh, Sunday Spotlight Snaps Sister series was great because I gave all their other social media. I, I went into detail about different things, like sang songs for them and whatnot. And then I would always at the end, I had a gift that I would buy, something, you know, foodie related. But it was a special for me and I would give it to this person, um, wow. present it to them. And um, it was just for them. It was a gift that say this one mom, she and I were friends and she would always complain about her boy's Legos being on the floor. She was always stepping on her Legos and I need a glass of wine. So her gift, her special <laughs> gift was I got her a wine opener that was a Lego wine opener. <laughs> <laughs> she had her kids Legos and her wine. She could have it all in one. But she, you know, these, so these gifts and I love that people are like that's those days that I did. They learned more about people and so they could they could make a decision before they even signed on whether or not this was somebody. Do you know what I mean? That was that was yeah. just to them. Um, so so the name, but the name is still stuck. This Snap Sister. So it was called Sunday Spotlight Snap Sister, and that was my husband because we were sitting there in bed one night, and I was like, I'm going to do this. I want to do this series, but like, what do I call them? It's like a pen pal. It's like a bosom buddy. I'm like, what do we call for Snap Sister? I mean, for for Snapchat. And he's like, Snap Sister, and I'm like, I love that. <laughs> I love it too. And you know what? I actually even I actually even had some dudes. I had men that were my snap sisters, and but I still call them snap sister. I'm like, <laughs> and they loved it. They're like, yeah, I'm your snap sister. <laughs> I'm gonna use that word. <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. My, I'm telling you that came from him. He was he. You know what, Allison? I would not be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for him being so supportive because I know personally people that they, they have to go hide in another room. They have to do it when they're in their car, their partner, husband or their whatever. It just can't, it's just too, man, get it out of my face. I don't, what are you doing? And for me, like I snap here, whatever. And he's, you know, we go on trips and, and he doesn't, you know, he just is a hundred percent supportive and, and I wouldn't be able to have gotten this far if it weren't for him being like that. I really, I, I know how lucky I am. I'm really grateful for it too. So. Well, I, I'm saying my thanks to Mr. Bliss Bakery then too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny that this is really funny is that he's, he knows like my friends by their usernames. Friend uh, named Jennifer, but her username was Gen Zero One, and so he's always like, "Oh, how's Gen Zero One?" 
Oh my gosh. Actually, Gen Zero One came to London and stayed with us for a weekend. What does that tell you? I mean, like, wow. you know, we had the best time. She's uh, she's just gotten totally certified and is a, a fitness coach and nutritional um, advisor and is really going to make a huge difference in people's lives to get them fit and healthy. And I love her. It's a total shout out for Gen Zero One. But, uh, <laughs> she's, she's from Dublin and she's, you know, she is. She's a single mom with two boys. I, I have so much respect for her and to, to change her life. That's what I think Snapchat has allowed a platform because it's free. People can go on and make, you know, with Facebook, you got to pay for boosters thing and what. And it's like, no, like this is, they, you don't need the money. You've got ads, people. Let us have, you know, this opportunity to connect yeah. and make the world a better place. We're not just sitting here just getting our jollies like people are trying to make a difference like you like me like you know my whole thing is um and you know this my purpose is to spread love in life that's yeah. my purpose is to spread love and i have to be a chef so i obviously do it through my food but you know i use a lot of heart images and i you know share a lot of quotes about love and things like that it's not about you know religion or race or whatever it's about just being human beings and sharing love and and trying to make the world a better place as far as I'm concerned. And that's what yeah. allows me to do. And I am ever grateful. In fact, um, I, when I was in Venice beach, I, yeah, I used to live in LA. So I go back there to, to visit, um, see family and friends, but I was back there and I actually went and, um, got custom made donuts that spelled out Snapchat, each <laughs> letter, Snapchat, and I wrote a big letter um, and I, uh, I took, I dropped it off at their headquarters in Venice and they were so shocked. They're like, what is this woman? And I'm like, I just want you to know how much gratitude I have and other people have for what you've done and what the mothership and blah, blah, blah. And they were yeah. like, they, were, they gave me a little snappy. So it's a little, you know, stuffed snappy doll, you know, uh, <laughs> they gave me Snapchat glasses i mean they were so like blown away that i that i brought these things in but i you know they're doing their job whatever i know it's a business but at the same time you know i i just wanted to give them the feedback that there are people like us that do really in the community of you know snapchat that appreciate um the platform that they've created for us to do what we need yeah. to do so. yeah and i i think that's partly the purpose of the snap days radio is because i want to keep snapchat and its spirit going the more people that know about it and know how to use it and know that it's actually a totally different animal from facebook and twitter and instagram yeah um you know the, the more power in a in the in snapchat so i am hoping that we attract more people to the platform and that more people can use it the way that you're using it and that so many people are using it for for unity and learning and teaching and to me social media can help you know uh, it, it can help us with tolerance you know help us to learn about different cultures and to be more appreciative of people who are different absolutely i have to tell you i've i've met friends from all over the world i have a friend uh in dubai and she's um originally from australia but um she converted to islam and we have great chats I, i'm curious about her faith and she shares it with me and you know she even said karen i you know your friendship means a lot because a lot of people would look at our faith and have make preconceived judgments based on media or whatever. And she said, it really means a lot that I can share this with you. You know, she's very open. I ask her questions and, and like, that, I, I don't, how would I have that? How would I have that? You know, uh, 
I don't know, except that it's happening through the, the, this possibility through Snapchat. And that's what's yeah. amazing. She found my account because she's really interested in food and all that. And so she started watching my snaps of food. And I don't even know um, how I think she was. I watched her snaps and she was celebrating, um, you know, one of her holidays. And so I was just curious and asking her, do you know what I'm sharing? And it's been amazing. And she's actually um, participating. I'm, I'm doing something right now for November. Um, I did it last year too. It's a, I call it a snap challenge. Um, but basically it's, it's hashtag 30 days of gratitude. And so I'm just challenging everyone to share for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, if anybody, you know, all the people that have completed 30, um, gratitudes in 30 days, their name will go into a random draw for a prize. And this woman that I'm telling you about, she's, um, she's involved in that too. She, she didn't do it last year, but she's doing it this year. And for her, she's just said um, how much, and so many other people, how much having these gratitude, you know, this gratitude challenge has, you know, brought joy into their lives. And, you know, I just think it's, um, again, with Snapchat, because you, a lot of these challenges say on, um, on Instagram, for instance, you would see a photo. It's very 2D. You're not getting, but when you watch somebody yes. and listen to them, tell you the story about how they're so grateful that they are able to have a wig made with real human hair and they're grateful to the people that donated their hair and grateful to the people that made the wig because this person has had cancer and had chemo and lost their hair and so they're just so grateful when you're watching somebody tell this it makes you feel like oh my gosh all right like I have a million gratitudes right now to that like you know yeah i mean this is this is again just goes back to how this platform um this app that is allows for these amazing experiences and connections you know yeah yeah i i totally agree and i i'm grateful for you because i think uh-huh. that you are you know how to use snapchat and you use it for all the best and positive reasons you know, and you make it fun, and and you're like, um, I, I, I know you probably know Joe Wilson. Yeah, yeah, he's he's similar in that he creates all these activities, and so he, like you, are. Um, I, I sort of think of it with his. Um, he uses the analogy of a neighborhood, and there's always that house on the block that you know everybody knows about. They're the most fun on Halloween. <laughs> They, they decorate on Christmas and, and they're sort of the, the house that everybody knows. And I sort of think of you and Joe and other people, you know, scattered around the world as being the house that everyone knows. And so through you, we all network through one, through one another. And so I want to thank you for that, for oh, being that connector. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And you do. you're, you're, um, I, I, it's funny. Somebody asked me about pod. Oh, do you have a podcast? I'm like, no, I, don't, I wouldn't know how to do a podcast. And so we, you're like, here's the link. And I'm like, okay, I got to do this for Allison. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get it done. And, and then, like, oh, here you can do a podcast. Wow. You know, I mean, it's just, sometimes you just have to go out of your comfort zone to learn these things and, and you, you make it look so easy, but I, I know it's not easy, but it, you know, when you're, when you want to do it, and there's a purpose behind it. You get it done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> and we're never too old to learn new tricks, are we? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I think. That's what keeps us young. 
That's right. That's right. Definitely. Um, <laughs> well, before we bring this to a close, I would love for you, if you're okay with it, to give people um, information on how they could find you, not only on Snapchat, but if you're on any other social media. Okay. Well, um, yes. Yeah, so I'm Bliss Bakery on Snapchat and also I'm Bliss Bakery uh, over at Instagram. And then I have a blog called YankeeDoodlePatty.com. And on my blog, uh, of course, I share recipes and cooking tips and so forth. But it's really a kind of a, a place for me to pour out my things. They're, they're, um, I share my experiences of working in Hollywood because people always find that interesting. Oh, my gosh, who'd you work with? Blah, blah, blah. Because um, <laughs> I worked in Hollywood for 38 years. So I was really blessed with I, I wasn't like a famous actress. I was a working actress. I did commercials and things like that that, you know, people yeah. like that, you know, need people to do that stuff. Um, but I also talk about experiences that I had uh, in my childhood growing up. I had a lot of traumas and things that are pretty, pretty powerful. Um, but I, I survived. And so my feelings always been that our highest purpose in life can often come from our deepest pain. So yes. for me, if I can, if I can share some of these stories and I always try to incorporate a recipe because for me, cooking was always uh, therapeutic. It's like life was chaos around me. Um, but cooking was a way there was order and structure. And you start with your ingredients. You end up with, you know, hopefully a good result if, you're, if, you're, if your oven's working. And so, so I, it, it, that's kind of what I try to do is impart um, little bits of wisdom if I can. But mainly just be very open and share these stories. And people oftentimes are blown away because they'll look at me and they're like, oh, my God, you're so happy and cheerful. And you have this life we would have never known. And that's the thing, you know stereotype you kind of look at a person and say oh well their life's great because look they're smiling they're happy um, right. and you know I know human brains like to categorize and that's where they come up with stereotypes but I always think busting stereotypes is a good thing because you have to realize that's just you know there's more to to everybody you know and so so that's what I try to do on yankeedoodlepatty.com so um yeah so that's it and then I've got, I'm on Twitter that's at Yankee Doodle Pad, and I'm on Facebook um at Yankee Doodle Patty as well. So, um, so that's, yeah. And, and the, the kind of the background to why I come up with Yankee Doodle Patty is because I'm an American and an Irish citizen, um, hence Yankee Doodle Patty. And, um, and so, yeah, so that's, that's, I know. that's, my, that's my, yeah, that's my story. And uh, I'm just very, very grateful to be here and really appreciate you inviting me to come on. So. Well, thank you so much for being a guest, and um, and I do encourage people to join your um, your November gratitude contest. That's yeah. not really a contest, but um, I saw today that you're letting people go back um, five days, so we can do five at once to catch up, and then we'll be able to join. Yeah, I, it's a, I would call it a no stress express challenge. It's not like. Um, elimination challenges where you know okay sober october you know you can't drink and then you accidentally have a glass of wine and you're like oh heck with it i'll just i'll go for the whole bottle it's just like I lost. <laughs> this, is, this is not it's, it's adding to your life not getting not eliminating from your life you're adding gratitude each day and the nice thing is if you skip a day no biggie just double up the next day and anybody that joins late just you know you can start where you are, but if, you, if for anyone that wants to say be in to win in the random draw at the end, 
30 um, gratitudes in 30 days, then they, if they start today, just do, you know, just do the first few days that they list of the month and, and then they'll be on board and just let me know. And, um, and that's what it is. It's all about, you know, you sh- it's like they say, it, it, a shared blessing goes further. It's the same thing with a gratitude, you know, um, a blessing, a gratitude shared is multiplied. So. That's right. And thank you again so much. I'm definitely going to join. And um, I hope I see some new people join as well. It gives you a lot of work to do, but. <laughs> no, I love it. I, it's, awesome. you know, it's, it's the, it's the biggest honor to, to host this. I have to tell you last year, um, it, there were some pretty powerful things that happened in many people's lives. And it came out of, I think, just creating all this um, positivity through gratitude. So, yeah. Well, thank you again. All right. Thank you. So happy to meet you. And Thanks. I'm sure that hopefully we'll, I'll say, we'll talk again in the future. Definitely. Sounds great. All right. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>